Rise and shine with the Word of God. Wake up Saturday mornings with a purpose. Tune in at 10 a.m. and join Antonia Roman as she sings and reads the Word of God. The Word of God will give you insight for the purpose in your life. Now here is your host, Antonia Roman. Get up, get ready, for the day of the Lord is coming. Get up, get ready, for the judgment day will come. Get up, get ready, for the day of the Lord is coming. Get up, get ready, for the day of judgment is coming. friends good morning <laughs> good morning my friends on this saturday morning i hope that you are all doing well on this cloudy day here today in california i think it's gonna rain this weekend or something but i just wanted to say um i really appreciate all of you who tune in every saturday uh to spend time with me as we get into the Word of God, because the Word of God gives us life, it gives us sparks that spark in our spirit um, to fulfill everyday pers- purpose. And also, you know, God's Word really prepares us and helps us understand what is currently happening today in our lives. So my friends, we're going to continue along as we started with our new chapter in Joel. Joel, and um, we are going to finish it, where, you know, continue where we left off from last time. Last time we, we read from um, verses 1 through 7, and now we're going to go ahead and uh, move forward and read from verse 8 to 12. And just for those to do a little recap of what we spoke about last week, Basically, this was a time when uh, Judah was really starting to uh, get caught up in stuff. This was prior to the Babylonians, you know, taking them over. And a messenger was sent to them to kind of give them a pre-warning. So last week we spoke about pre-warnings, how God can send someone to us to speak to us you know, to kind of allow us to hear maybe what we're not seeing ourselves, which is something we deal with in life every day. Many times, you know, something's happening around us, but we're so close to it or so um, caught up in our business and we're busy and going out about our day that we don't really see what's happening in front of us. So this was kind of like a warning, you know, to, uh, to identify certain things that were happening. And, um, and pretty much the messenger was telling them, hey, you know, uh, he gave them the example like the locusts. You know, if, if you don't go ahead and 
uh, prepare yourselves to see what's coming, you know, an army can come and invade you, which we know many books later, that's actually what happens. So we're going to pick it up in verse number eight, and this is what it says. Lament like a virgin, girding with sackcloth, for the husband of her youth. The grain offering and the drink offering have been cut off from the house of the Lord. The priest mourns who minister to the Lord. The field is wasted. The land mourns, for the grain is ruined. The new wine is dried up. The oil fails. Be ashamed, you farmers. Wail your wine dressers for the wheat and the barley, because the harvest of the field has perished. The vine has dried up, and the fig tree has withered, the pomegranate tree, the palm tree also, and the apple tree, and all the trees of the field are withered. Surely joy has withered away from the sons of men. Father, we thank you for your word here. In the chapter Joel, verses 8 through 12. We thank you as you give us an illustration and a demonstrate to us just how quickly something could be taken away from us. Just how quickly we can lose sight of what's happening and unfolding right in front of us and not even realize the signs sometimes. So Father, we just thank you for your word. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, my friends, um, I know that these chapters have been very deep. And I know that these chapters are like, man, why does Antonia keep, you know, uh, going over these chapters? What's going on here, you know? And when I think about this, you know, I think about what we're going through today. Right now, for many of us, you know, we're heading towards the end of October. Many of you have been following what's been happening, you know, with the ports and what's been happening, you know, around us. Uh, with, you know, we're being told right now through the media, you know, immediately to start shopping, <laughs> start getting stuff for the holidays, because you'll find yourself towards the holidays possibly not being able to to have what you're looking for, to have your traditional meals or your traditional decorations that you're always so used to having or just having um, the abundance of the overflow that you're used to having during the holidays for yourself, you know, and maybe in buying gifts or whatever it might be. Now, as much as I love Christmas because we celebrate Christ, As much as I love Thanksgiving because it is a time for reflection and being grateful for everything you have in your life. As a society, we get caught up in a lot of materialistic things. We we tend to think that if we don't follow the tradition, if we don't follow what everybody else is doing, that we're just not either up with the times or we're lacking or we're just left behind. And that's not necessarily true, my friends. I think that in times like this, when God is identifying in the scripture about the things that are dying, the things that are drying up, the things that are 
be wasted, uh, meaning that it, there's no fruit there, there is no leftover um, grains, the, you know, the, the land is dry, there's no harvest, even though the farmers may have been laboring all this time to get um, it ready. I think at times in our lives, we have to say to ourselves, if I see that something is around the corner, if I, if I understand and I'm hearing clearly from the Lord to get ready for something, I'm not talking about man, I'm not talking about the media, I'm definitely not talking about the neighbor who might knock on your door every day and remind you of something. I am literally talking about the signs that sometimes do come to us that God makes very clear to us that we dismiss. Now, as you know, they have been saying a little bit now for a while in the media that there might be a lack of food that won't be accessible to several people or some people or some communities, right? Because of everything that's happening at the ports, the delays in shipments, the delay in getting things to the mainstream line stores that you and I are so just easily able to always go to and enjoy those amenities that we purchase. And if tomorrow that was to be the case, how would you handle it, my friend? How would you handle that situation? Would you get caught up with the chaoticness of what's happening? Or would you truly rely on the Lord to meet your need and to supply everything that you need for your food, to sustain yourself? And would you be able to do that in moderation? (laughs) I always had the... um, the blessed moments in my life when I was able to be part of ministry with the children's ministry. And many times I used to say to the kids, eat in moderation, eat in moderation. (laughs) Um, And basically what that meant was just eat what you really truly need to eat. Stay full in your tummy and eat again when you really need to, when you're hungry, right? Um, And not just overindulge too much yourself or get into being into gluttony. Uh, Really be conscious because um, food is here today, but it could be gone tomorrow. And food goes away very quickly when we consume it. But if we eat in moderation, food can last us for a while. Food can last us for weeks. It could even last us for months, depending on how we eat in moderation. Now, I'm not saying you're going to starve yourself. What I'm actually saying is you're just going to eat what you really need, right? Um, When you're hungry. Um, 
I'm guilty at that too, my friends. I don't sit here telling you something if I don't do it myself. There are times I find myself like, you know, I just had some tortilla chips and next thing you know, I want to go have something else. <laughs> um, but I have to kind of like always talk to myself and stop myself and say, hey, are you hungry? Or are you just, maybe you're thirsty. Maybe you just need to drink water, Right. Now, um, for us here in the States, water for us is an overabundance of it. We have it here. Those of you who might be listening to me globally, for some of you, water might not be so um, easy to come by. Maybe your water is ranching at some level uh, because you don't have a lot of water. But whatever it is that you do have, that's what you use, right? That's what you use to say to yourself, hey, you know what? I'm really not hungry. Now, for some of you that might be also listening to me, I know that there are a lot of countries that are suffering right now and can't have, eat not even food. They're, they're lacking food. So there might be some form of moderation already that's been in place for a long time because you don't have an overflow abundance of food and you understand exactly what I'm talking about. In this scripture, pretty much, God was just pretty much breaking it down to the people that, look, if you don't um, become aware of the sins that you're committing, of the things that you're a part of that you're not supposed to be a part of. Your resources, the things that you labored for, uh, the things that you're so used to having all the time and an overflow and abundance of it, it's going to start to wither away. All the fruit, right? will start to wither away. And we could look at this two ways, my friends. We could look at it naturally, right? Where we can see that a farmer has labored really hard to have a a field of a harvest and then nothing is growing or it grows and it dies or it gets rotten. There's not enough rain to bring the harvest. There's not enough sun to bring the harvest. There's so many factors that we can identify that farmers have to deal with in order to have a good crop. If they don't have the uh, substantiated uh, specific things that they need for the crop to grow and flourish and multiply, they're not going to have a crop. They're not going to have a harvest. And for us here also, we have to look at this as well that spiritually, this is what happens to us too. Because when we're caught up in sin, my friends, when we're caught up in doing things we're not supposed to do, our spirit starts to die. Our soul gets to become deteriorated. Our soul starts to not be mindful to the things of life that are important anymore. We start to become 
very bland. We start to put ourselves in a place that we're not supposed to be in. So as much as this identifies to us, lament like a virgin, God with sackcloth for the husband of her youth. The grain offering and the drink offering have been cut off from the house of the Lord. The priests mourn who minister to the Lord. The field is wasted. The land mourns. The grain is ruined. The new wine is dried up. The oil fails. All these things that are being identified here, my friends, are supposed to be things of an abundance. It's supposed to be things of necessity for everyday life, living and purposes and sustaining us. And these were the main things that back in the day people relied on. They relied on the grain. They relied on the wine. They relied on the oil. These were their essentials. These were the things that they needed to make their meals, to um, make sure that their household was taken care of. When we think about things like that for, for today, my friends, things that we're caught up in right now in our lives that we're not even supposed to be caught up with, we can find ourselves withering away. We can disconnect with other people. We no longer have a heart to serve others. We no longer have relationship with our Heavenly Father. We no longer see things that are wrong or in sin and let it impact us anymore. We become very complacent. And in doing so, we start to suffer just like they did back then. But the only thing I can tell you is that we don't even sometimes realize we're going through it that is actually happening because so we're we're so oblivious my friends to what's happening and when God sent the messenger to speak to this community about hey you know what you guys have become so complacent you're just chilling and there's nothing wrong with chilling my friends I've spoken about hey take a chill pill relax right But it's one thing to be relaxing and resting in the Lord, which gives you peace and an understanding of who he is in your life, as opposed to that you're just resting and becoming very complacent. And things are passing you by, or you're overlooking things that you should be paying attention to, Because these are signs that God has given us. Because we may have become too complacent. My friends, there's days that I have to get up and I have to ask myself, am I too okay with what's happening right now? 
in this situation, if I have a situation I'm dealing with or a circumstance, am I too complacent? Is there no fear in the Lord in me right now about this? Is there no conviction? Is there no wake-up call happening right now in my life? And many times when I ask myself that question, it's because I know as a Christian, I may be disconnected from my Heavenly Father. Not sensing the Holy Spirit present. And that's not a good feeling, my friends. Whenever you start feeling that way, you have to ask yourself, is something happening right now in my life that's unfolding right before my eyes and I am not understanding it or I'm not getting the moment of, aha, this is happening. I should maybe not be part of it. Or maybe I should not even be entertaining it. Or maybe I should not be too indulged in it. Or it could be, I'm being allowed to see this for a reason. This is a sign. I'm being able to hear this because someone is actually um, bringing me forward a message that I need to be hearing. This is actually being brought to my attention because I need to understand fully what's up. Because God does give us signs, my friends, and he does prepare us. But we need to be paying attention. We need to be preparing attention so this messenger was giving everybody a pre-warning sign, a pre-warning message, right? And he was also identifying what the Lord was relaying. That all these things were just withering away. Many times, my friends, when we're caught up in sin, when we're caught up in things we're not supposed to be doing, our fruit, the spirit of the fruit in our lives dies. There's no longer peace. There's no longer joy. We find ourselves just going through the motions we find ourselves just operating very robotically. Our hearts become hardened. And when it says here, be ashamed you farmers, wear you wine dresses for the wheat and the barley, because the harvest of the field has perished the wine has dried up and the fig tree has withered. The pomegranate tree, the palm tree also, and the apple tree. All the trees of the field are withered. 
surely joy has withered away from the sons of men. How visual we can see this. Imagine you and I, we wake up one day and all the leaves that we're used to seeing on our trees among us or even the leaves on bushes among us. What was to happen if one day we woke up and all of it was withered? All those leaves were gone. All we saw was branches, gray branches, and nothing else on there. We would find that to be peculiar. We would, we would question what, what is happening to the environment or the greenery? What happened to it? Why is it all on the ground now? What happened to the tree? What happened to the bushes? What happened to the flowers? If everything one day when we woke up was withered, because we're so accustomed to seeing everything with greenery around us. Some of us are used to even in California, you know, we're so used to seeing all these palm trees. These beautiful palm trees. I remember when I first moved to California, that was one of the things I was fascinated by. The palm trees. And second, the mountains. So many mountains. I was fascinated by them. And if today I wake up and all of a sudden the palm trees and all the trees I have around me are withered and all I see is gray branches I need to say what is going on and that happens to us my friends we have a temple that our heavenly father our bodies wants us to have healthy and in our bodies, we need to have our minds in the right place. We need to have our hearts in the right place. We need to have our eyes open. We need to have our ears open. We need to have our spirit in the right place. There are many things, my friends, that are happening right now in the world where people have become very dull. And it says it here in the scripture. We read it last week. They've just become so dulled that it's made them oblivious to the sin. The sin that they're doing, the sin that's around them. And they've become complacent about it. It's okay. It's like it's it's become accepting of it. My friends, if we're finding ourselves in a place where we're withering away, just like all these identifiers here in the scripture, we have to ask ourselves, where am I with my Heavenly Father? Have I walked away from my faith? Have I walked away from relationship with my Heavenly Father? Have I walked away from being in the Word of God? Have I walked away from prayer? Have I walked away from meditating on the Lord? Have I walked away from having 
evident the Holy Spirit in my life? Have I walked away from the discernment that I used to get, that my Heavenly Father used to always show me and give me, and now I feel disconnected? Are you withering away, my friends, in your life, just like it's identifying here in the scriptures? Devastation can hit us so hard in so many ways, my friends. Right now, there are many people who are withering away. They're withering away because of the things they're facing right now in the natural. We're facing many things right now in the natural, my friends. And many people are withering away. They're withering away in their morals. They're withering away in the humanity sense of life. They're withering away in having that, just that special touch. And that's in the natural. We serve a Heavenly Father that when we're in the natural, thinking that way, we got to get right with the spirit, my friends. We got to go to the source that sustains us and helps us. We got to go to the source that allows us to become stopped in our tracks. We need to become Christians, believers in Christ people of faith that press forward no matter what is happening around us and we cannot become complacent my friends we have to also stand up to protect God's word many of us when I look at the scriptures right here that I just read and I think about things drying up things being withered away, things not being available because we let things just die. Do you ever feel that way, my friends? Like you're just dying. You're dying inside. You're dying on the outside. You're dying in your mind. You're dying in your heart. You're dying in your senses. Your ears are blocked. Your eyes are blocked. And you don't have any joy. And it says that here, surely joy has withered away from the sons of men. My friends, when we lose the joy of the Lord in our lives, we have lost it all. Because if you don't have that joy in the Lord, something's wrong. Go back. Revisit your Heavenly Father. Run to Him. Lay the sin or whatever else you're doing at that altar. And have your Father, who loves you so much, fill you up with the joy in your life.
Because even when things are going wrong in your life, even when everything around you just seems like it's something's off, and you know what I mean by that. The joy of the Lord sustains you. Even when you're not happening, happy with circumstances in your life, the joy of the Lord presses forward regardless. Don't find yourself, my friends, spiritually withering away. If you have found yourself that you just haven't been connected to your Heavenly Father, get reconnected because your Heavenly Father is here and He loves you. He's by your side. He's never left you. But watch out for the signs. This is what the prophet was telling the people. Hey, you guys have become a little too complacent. You're taking things for granted. You're just like going with the flow. And you may find yourself that you will be caught up unaware of certain things, unaware of the signs that are being given to you. But he came as the messenger that God was using to give them a heads up so they could wake up and smell the coffee. My friends, I know that this is deep. This is deep. We see this in the natural as it's described to us, but we must identify it in the spirit. Because when our hearts, the oil from heaven that touches us is no longer there because you're not allowing it to be there. That's not a good thing. When the fruit that you used to have was growing and flourishing and you extended yourself to other people because you were on the right path that God put you on and you stayed on and now you're no longer on that path and the fruit has died away, there's no extension to anyone else either. We must stay grounded in our Heavenly Father. We must stay connected to Him every day. My friends, don't let what's happening around you stop you from continuing to go forward with your Heavenly Father in everyday purpose in your life as well as Every day, waking up and thanking him and praising him and honoring him and giving him all the glory because he's your father who loves you and still has a purpose for your life. Ask yourself this question. Am I withering away? 
Have I just become complacent? Am I no longer standing strong and fighting the good fight that my Heavenly Father is fighting the battle for me? Am I no longer relying on the Lord for my everyday life purpose, for my everyday life being? Am I just going with the flow? And have I become withered, dried up, or even lost my joy? If you have any answers to the questions I just asked, and a lot of those questions and answers were yes, and yes, and yes, Go back to your Heavenly Father, my friends. Get reconnected with Him. Because right now, we need Christians to be strong. We need Christians to stand up and fight the good fight of our Heavenly Father. Listen, we cannot be ashamed of the gospel. We cannot be ashamed to share the word. And we cannot be ashamed to say that we're Christians, that we're believers of Christ. Even many people have withered away in identifying who they are in Christ. They keep it a secret. My friends, this is deep, but I wanted to share this with you because many people are withering inside spiritually. They're withering inside spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. And that can't be. We need to come back to life. We need to come back to life. We need to come back to life, my friends. I look forward to sharing the word with you again as we're going to continue this chapter next week. And we're going to dive even deeper to what was happening during that time and how we can apply it to our lives today. So my friends, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Stay out there. Stay safe. And most of all, know that the Lord loves you and he never leaves you nor forsake you. God bless you. Antonia Roman is the author of Confessions of a Christian Woman, A Journey in Marriage, A New Beginning. In this book, Antonia shares her personal journey in marriage and how she used God's Word to help her overcome verbal abuse. Tune in next Saturday as Antonia Roman continues to dive into the Word of God. The Word of God gives you insight for the purpose in your life.